Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a direct message network and podcast one production. We are directly to your favorite stars. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. What's up? It's Sierra, new member and ambassador for WW Weight Watchers Reimagined. Since joining, I feel healthier and more confident than ever. The new My WW Plus, our most holistic program ever, gives you more of what you need to lose weight, like tools to help boost your mindset, get you moving, and plan meals based on what you have on hand. Plus, over 300 zero point foods you don't have to track. The new My WW Plus, more holistic, more personalized, more weight loss. Join today with a limited time offer at WW.com. This is a doting like a mother father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. But don't think it can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be ahead of the rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio. Damn, what a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm just Andrew, the father. And we're both adults. adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. This is, um, what is it, three days until the new year? Big 2021 happening? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Let me just check the calendar real quick. <laughs> um, so excited to do this show for you guys today. It's been a crazy little holiday season. We've got some pretty funny wins and fails for you. And then we're going to talk a lot about um, some 2021 goals, some of maybe the things that, that we don't want to take with us from 2020. Yeah, or what we're just most looking forward to. I'm into that. Okay. All right. We'll kick us off. Uh, okay. So we got to do a little housekeeping first. We've got a few things on the list here. One, guys, just a reminder, we're doing our very first virtual live show on January 17th. So, um, it's going to be awesome. We're really excited about it. We're going to do a big Q and a session. Uh, we may or may not have some surprise guests, some surprise gifts, gifts, gifts are always good. Um, so tickets are 10 bucks, uh, or 35. If you want to do a one-on-one with Danielle and I, um, so grab your tickets. What we're also doing is a giveaway. So for those of you who purchase a ticket and then go to uh, the reviews on Apple podcasts for our show and leave us a review, a five-star review. Of course, uh, let us know that you got a ticket and uh, what you're enjoying about the show for at least three of you. And if you listen last week, I'm pushing for five here because I'm on <laughs> your guys' team. Um, we're going to be doing a big bundle mother, giveaway, mother, father bundle. So that includes drew coffee, 
Kinder Beauty, some sprouted diapers, and some outstanding foods snacks. Yum. A big mother-father giveaway. Love it. Um, so, yeah, all you have to do is just sign up for our live show and then let us know that you did so in the review section on Apple Podcast. Exactly what I said. I know. Just reiterating. You know, <laughs> housekeeping. That's what, that's what you do, right? I love it. I love it. Okay, um, another big thing to announce. Right. Okay, you guys. Um, this is the last episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father Season 1. Wow. We are going into Season 2 um, on the next episode. And what that means for the listeners is not very much. What that means for us is a whole new spiel. So um, because we're really transparent about you know our business and how... We've kind of figured things out. Um, we are going off on our own. We're going solo. We're, Which is going to be fun. It's exciting. I'm yeah. nervous about it. <laughs> um, but we're going off on our own. So we're basically going to put the, the whole show together ourselves. Um, we'll have to edit it, post it, all the things ourselves, which we weren't doing before. Um but it's fun. It opens us up for a lot more opportunity. Yeah. I think like, I want to be super clear. What that means really is that, you know, without having a big production company, like a podcast one or an iHeart and all these different podcast platforms that exist, you obviously have more of the pie, right? Available to you. So it's a really smart, um, move for us at this stage. We've built, you know, a great little family of, um, adult listeners. And I think we can take this and run. And, and the great thing about that is too, is that we have a little bit more control over obviously what we're going to be putting out in terms of partnerships and things like that. Yeah. I mean, here's the nitty gritty. Yeah, I think people will enjoy gritty. this part is a big part of what our production company did for us was sell all the ads. So, you know, you're listening and there's break after break with ad after ad. That's, that's us doing it, but not us like going out and getting those ads. And that's the only way that the podcast makes any money. Right. Right. So you need it. Um, but without the production company, we have no sales team. We have nothing, nothing. So it's likely the ads go away for a little while, uh, other than the companies that we're affiliated with, that'll be sponsoring the show. Um, so that's part of it. So, but that's, what's so great about, I think like being in this position is that we can be so strategic and mindful as to who we partner with. And to me, and I know you feel the same way, like we want that. Yeah, for sure. We want to be, I would much rather have a handful of long-term partners that we really align with versus a bunch of different sponsors every week. And that's just my style. Yeah, totally. And, and just for anyone who's listening, like we are already selective and I know that, you know, (laughs) that's probably not the easiest for someone like podcast one because they get a lot of no's when, you know, they pitch us different partnerships. But, um, but I think this way we will have a lot more say and a lot more control over, just the all around finished product. Yeah. Um, And, and hopefully add a lot of value for you guys listening because we want to be able to like promote products that we're so genuinely in love with and that we think you guys should know about. So, yeah, very um, true. But you know, also on the business side of things, I think it really comes down to, we have enough experience now, um, with different ventures that at the end of the day, we're really just, betting on ourselves, right? We have to do a lot more of the work or build a team that'll do the work, which also falls on us. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, you know, we'll take home all or, or a lot more of the pie. 
Yeah. You know, but there's the thing is there's nothing guaranteed. So what we have today literally gets wiped out to zero. Yep. And we start all over. Yep. <laughs> Which is okay though. It's just crazy cuz like and I'm not I'm not afraid at all. I think it's all exciting. Um but the timing I always feel like is crazy for us, okay? Yeah. We started season 1 probably 3 maybe 3 4 weeks postpartum from having Geo or maybe even less. Um, and now we're going to be starting season two, literally a month really before this new baby arrives. So hang in there with us guys. It's always interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So on that note, guys, um, we need your support. If you're enjoying the show, please, please, please share it with those around you. Share it on your story, share it on whatever platform you're on. Um, that would be amazing of you. Yeah. We, we love seeing that stuff. You know, we always shout you out on the adulting Instagram. And obviously if you tag Andrew and I, we just, it's the best. It's the best feeling. It's the best. best. Um, so I want to go into a little bit of like, just, you know. Oh no, just lastly, sorry. Oh, sorry. I got to do it. I got to do it. I'm not doing my job if I don't do this. Let me hear it. Drew coffee guys. Uh, for those of you that have tried it already, thank you so much. The feedback has been great. Um, so I'm super pumped on that batch number two. So I, I do one batch a month. Batch number two is shipping out first week of January. Um, so you'll be listening to this most likely on tomorrow, which is Tuesday. You have until I think Thursday, which is the end of the month. The 31st to, at midnight. Yep. To uh, order a bag or bags or subscribe. So if you want to be in on batch two. Um, Go to DrewCoffee.co. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Let's get into okay. it. Okay. Um, all right. So I want to go into like some funny, funny shit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. Let's kick this off with, first of all, I hope everyone had an, a fabulous little holiday vacation, tr- whatever time, whether you were home or Skyping with friends, whatever. Vacation-y. Whatever. Like a little getaway at home, of course, but like, you know, the, the time that you had away yeah. from like the real world and like checked into the Christmas spirit. So if you celebrate Christmas, of course, and we do. And so we're on our way to, um, Christmas day at my aunt's house, which mind you is literally my aunt, my uncle, my cousins, like tiny little group. I didn't even see my mom. Okay. It was so weird. Anyways, we're on our way and I'm calling my dad. Oh my gosh. Okay. To wish him a happy, uh, Merry Christmas. And so I feel like I need to give a little bit of context. The relationship with my parents, it's just kind of like, it's kind of unique. It's unique. It's unique. Right. So, you know, we don't chat often. Um, you know, we're certainly not as close as we used to be. Like life is just cray, you know, and I'm really busy and I don't do a really great job of maintaining like a really solid foundation with my parents. Okay. The relationship with my mom is very different than the relationship with my dad. My dad, he's like, he's there. We can like have a conversation, you know, if, if God forbid I needed him in an emergency, like I would absolutely reach out to him. Like he's yes. So anyways, we're, we're, we're chatting on Christmas and he refers to our podcast. Okay. I did not think that they listened to the show. Like I didn't think my dad listened to the show. I don't think my mom does, but I for sure didn't think my dad did. And he refers to some like conversations that we've had on the show around like intimacy. Dude, just jump to it. He straight up calls you a nymph (laughs) short for nympho. I'm dead. Which is like a sexaholic. I can't handle it. 
And I was like, whoa, on Christmas, mind you, right. You got to remember we're in our thirties now. So I guess if like, that's the conversation you want to have, like we'll have it, but it's still so weird. So he was like, I guess surprised is what it was. Mm. So he was like, I had no idea that Daniela was such a nymph. Right. Well, you probably thought it's only happened twice now. Do you know that feeling when like you feel like the blood leaving your body and going to another section Dude. of your body? It's, <laughs> like just, that it's a cold... weird comment from Pops. Yeah. But then what else did he say? Oh, then he said something like, uh, he was just, he was just dogging me. Like I couldn't perform or something <laughs> like that. He was making some football reference. And like, like you couldn't not... make any touchdowns and yeah, stuff. Yeah. My face hurts again. Oh God. I had, to, I had to change the channel on him though. Cause it was getting too weird for me. It was really one of those moments where you're just like, is this really happening? But then the weird part is, is that like, it like, it like broke the ice. Like, you know, usually you have like calls with your parents and sometimes they're more just like, you know, standard, Hey, Merry Christmas. Just one. How would you guys up to today? Whatever. But this one made me laugh. It made me feel <laughs> all kinds of things. And yep. I was just like, Oh my goodness. We just went there. Yep. Well, here's the reality. Like we're all, he's your dad, but yeah. we're more peers than ever, you know, no, we're I all know. adults with like similar responsibilities. And so we all get it. So we're just, we're not on the same playing field, but a more even playing field. For sure. And I know that there are people out there that have very open conversations with like their yeah. parents, you know, and that's yep. like a normal thing and you wouldn't think twice. And I don't think it's bad at all. Honestly, I feel like sex should be more normalized. I think we should be able to talk about it and mm. not feel what you can talk to Gio about it. I mean, yeah, my parents didn't talk to me about it. And to be honest, like there was such a lack of conversation around any of that, that it like scared me so much to the point that I felt like I had actual issues. Sure. Yeah. When, when it's like not talked about, there's so much that's unknown that it becomes this like really taboo subject. Yeah. You know? And I'm not about that. Like, I think it's important to, yeah, be able to just openly <laughs> say what you need to say. Okay. Yeah. Well, your dad's on that page now. Oh my God. And then I was telling my aunt who I am much like more comfortable talking to who like were more pure, like, and I said, Oh my God, my dad was like giving me a hard time and called me a nymph and said, Andrew, like can't perform. And I was dying. And my aunt said, well, you're, you're just like me. I was a nymph too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I just was like, wow, this is really going there. Um, so should we talk about my mom? If you would like. Okay. I'm sorry. I just like, this is the stuff that I think is just interesting to share because people don't know anything about like my, my, I feel like they don't know a ton. Of they can, uh, let me say this. If, if you haven't, like if you, maybe if you weren't listening from the beginning of the show, like this, at the start of it, not this show, but like our show in total, we did an episode with our moms. We had them in the studio. This was like a year ago. It's like number two. And it'll give you some to. insight. Oh yeah. It's become one of the best episodes for sure. Uh, it gives you a lot of insight as to what, what they're with. both like and what that dynamic is like. Yeah. And it's interesting. <laughs> okay. So didn't see my majority of my family over the holidays. Um, but then my mom said, Hey, I want to drop off some gifts, you know, for you guys. So she came by last night and, um, she is just a unique human being. And, I don't know exactly how to describe her. She means, well, she's harmless. She's got a big heart and she's kind of she just clueless. You. And she's, she loves me, but like, she loves me. 
how do you say this? It's like she, it's all, it's like she want to say she's like, she's kind of like obsessed. Yeah. But like I'm obsessed with Gio, so I, I don't, don't think know if that's, that's the, the right, right word. Right. Yeah, I don't know if that's the right word. She loves you. You guys just operate so differently. And I think for whatever reason, because your relationship from my perspective is strained in many ways, like, like it doesn't get down to like the real stuff. I think that she's really uncomfortable around you, mm-hmm. which sucks. Yeah. You know, cause maybe your personality is just like, go, go, go. doesn't stop moving. Like, uh, you know, she feels, you know, how do I say this? She fills the airspace a lot. Like maybe that comes from a place of just being uncomfortable. Nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird. Um, there certainly was a time when we were, when I was younger that we were closer. This is going to sound weird. It's like we we were closer during the times when she was like working alongside me, you know, like we were road dogs. We'd go to auditions. She'd be on set with me and like, yeah, she loved that whole world. Um, and so we like vibed obviously because we had something that like we were in together. Um, and then when I was 16, I got my license. I pretty much said, I'm going to take on this acting thing by myself. I don't really need you. I'm emancipated. I got my GED so I could be on set by myself. And I ended up moving out like less than a year later. And I think from that point on, there was just such a disconnect because she was just like wanting to be a part of it all and feeling like it was a huge void in her life. And then we didn't know how to connect outside of work. Yeah. 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 Does that I make f- sense? Yeah, totally. I f- yeah. But she just loves Gio and she came over and she and Gio. And he loves just, her. Holy moly. They, they, they just, play like best friends. Like kids. Yep. So it's like if you can imagine a grown woman, but also someone who's like a ch- child. <laughs> I mean, I used to always feel like I kind of was the mom in our relationship and it feels no different. Like I'm literally trying to correct her and Gio in the same sentence. Like you guys. Mm. Anyways, so you know, family. But tell are her you funny. love her. Oh my god! What? Tell her you love her, just in case she listens and she feels let down. You're you have such a big, sweet, beautiful heart. She well, knows that. I think she needs to hear it. I do love my mom. Ooh. There it is, Dina. And here's the thing. I love my family, you know? I know you do. I, we don't choose our family, so of course there's going to be differences and there's going to be... But we all have that. No, of course. And that's why I'm just saying, you know, these are just things that I think maybe people relate to, maybe they don't. But the dynamics obviously go through changes as you grow up and you find your way and you find out what works. And, you know, my mom left and she's amazing, but she's like a ton of energy and it was just like was back to our little world again and it felt nice and yeah that energy like whether it's her or really anybody it always like does weird things to me like i feel like i shut down because that's not my energy at all Mm -hmm. like i feel like i'm really chill i'm fairly quiet whatever and like i get tired just being around it yeah, it's a little bit of a suckage. <laughs> yeah. But that's the ebb and flow. I feel like when someone has high energy, usually people around that person mm-hmm. tend to like sit back a little Interesting. bit. That's just, I feel like that's human nature. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So there's, I don't know if those were wins or fails, but those were both really unique. Um, no, that was parent talk. Yeah. That was parent talk. Do you have a win or a fail for the uh, this last week? 
for the last week, no, I really, I really want to focus on 2020 as a whole. Oh, okay. So what we'll do is we'll take a really quick break. And when we come back, we want to talk about, you know, a few little highlights and, and maybe a fail or two. Boy, we got them. 2020. Okay. We'll be right back. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. What's up, guys? Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. That's right. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So just go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Okay, we're back and we're going to jump into some wins and fails of the entire year. Um, before that, I just wanted to say, because I know you walked away to take a quick little pee and you said you didn't want me to dodge my mom. I don't. No, dog. Oh, dog. Yeah, not dog. dodge. Okay, sorry. Dodge is like you're missing your mom. Okay, God. Dog is like you're ripping on her. You ripping. Know? Okay. I don't mean to come off that way. Um, it's all out of love. It's just we have a unique dynamic. And like I said in the beginning, like I know she means well. She loves me. She has a big heart and she's a good person. Um, it's just, you know, sometimes people it's different. just. It's like you and me. Okay. Look at us. Almost 10 years strong. You're annoyed with me probably eighty percent of the day. Some days, yeah. So there you go. Some days, yeah. Okay, we'll just leave it at that. Let's get on to twenty twenty. Oh, the wins and fantastic. the fails. Fantastic. I've got. A Let list. me ask you this: Do you want to start on a negative note or a positive note? Well, I mean, the negatives are so beyond obvious. Right. Hopefully, I'll go like a little bit. So past. let's get them get them out in the open and just be like, wow. What a friggin' year of just crazy confusions. I like I literally wrote down so many descriptive words of being scared, being stuck, being uncertain, feeling overwhelmed, feeling anxious. I mean, you go through the gamut, right? Yeah, literally in and out almost daily. Yeah. That was that was the negative side of 2020. Okay. Learning, feeling like you were forced to get uncomfortable to to yeah, I'm sure a lot of us had to pick up new habits and like change our the way we work and the way, the way we, we like think. deal with people we live with and all that stuff. But even beyond that, like on a bigger scale, like the way that you're looking at things and and the way that um I mean, just when it comes to like racial injustice and you know, the healthcare system and politics and mm-hmm. all these Big triggering. Yeah, well, I feel like I feel like, um, and I feel like this has been said on a past episode. That as far as I remember, there's never been a time, at least in our life, where we've had the time. Let's call it like sitting on your ass, where like you can really focus on these things. Because when life was what we considered normal, it was just go go go. Like you just get up and like. You do your thing, whether you're a parent, go to school, go to work or whatever. And you're every day's busy. Right. And so it doesn't leave a lot of capacity to be thinking about these things going on in, in our country or in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like never before has there been this opportunity to like really focus in on these sorts of things. Sure. Um, okay. 2020 fails 
for me, I have a couple things here. One, um, there just wasn't enough because of the circumstances. There wasn't enough variety Mm. and that's so vague, but like rings so true to me because I feel like variety is the spice of life. It what's, it's like what creates excitement and like makes you feel like you're changing and evolving and yada, yada. And because you're stuck at home, or, uh, you know, even if you're going out, you have like a limited ability to do things. It just was like the same thing every day. And you really, really had to work at like trying to make things exciting and interesting. Okay. But that's the piece I want to talk about really quick because I feel like, and not to make a call back to the beginning of the show, my dad called me a nymph. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, it forced us and a lot of other people to figure out where they can make things more interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) right. A little bit like within your own four walls. Like you're just like, okay, well these are the things that used to just be fine on their own because they filled like a void and you kind of just did the thing. And then all of a sudden you're like, well shoot, this is like, this seems like something we can make more interesting, even when it comes to food, like cooking meals at home. Like, oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Every little thing that you just kind of did to get through the day became like there was hyper focus on it because it was like, yep. you know, a, a big moment in the day because you're not doing anything outside yeah. of your home. Yeah. I just felt like it, it, it took like very and still takes like very intentional action to like try new things or make things just a little bit different so that yeah. it becomes exciting. Like you said, like the, the way you cook or what you cook or, um, you know, pushing your body through exercise yep. or reading to learn something new or, you know, meditating for the first time, like whatever it is, like you really had to set your intent that like, even though I'm confined in these same walls or on the same property or around the same people, like I'm going to figure out ways to make it a little bit different and a little bit interesting. Yep. And it's hard. Yep. Um, because one of the things, especially when Gio was younger, earlier in the year, I would walk around the neighborhood and I would walk and walk and walk. And I feel like I've walked every street <laughs> 400 times now. Yep. You know, so even though it's nice to get out, especially when the weather's better than it is today, like after several weeks or a couple months of that, you're like, yeah, I've, I've seen these plants. <laughs> I've seen this street, this yeah, house. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. What's the other fail? The other fail is, um, it's kind of a, like a general observation, but just like a mass mental degrade. And I feel like if you look at, I don't want to dig too deep cause I don't really know. So I don't want to talk about stuff I don't know about, but, um, you know, I've, I've heard and read things in the past about just, just happiness scales and generally, especially in the U S people for the majority aren't that happy because in normal life we were all working and you know families and you had very little time for yourself and people just weren't doing the things that they should have been doing to make themselves happy so that Mm -hmm. was normal life right Mm -hmm. then you have this which like turns everybody upside down and i feel like in the beginning people found ways to make it interesting and like make the most of it but it's like anything else, like when you have to commit to it day after day after day, it like, it starts to become tough to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And I just felt like across the board, um, stuff I'm seeing on online and reading and on, on the television once in a while, I just feel like people's mindsets are, are going down the gutter a bit. 
And I can totally relate because I've had plenty of days where I've just felt like shit. Yeah. Felt like shit for what felt like no reason because the day before could have been amazing. And I did all the things like the very next day I was doing all the same things I did the day before and still feel like that. Yeah. No, I get it. You know? And across the board, it's tough because I just feel like, you know, when, when everybody starts feeling that at some level, like it makes for a pretty dreary place. Yeah. You know? So I definitely don't want to leave it on that note because I think there's a lot of things that we can intentionally do to improve that. But it is an observation that I've had and that's definitely a fail for me in 2020. I I agree. You've seen it, right? Like we've seen it in each other. We've had to lift each other up and help uh, balance the household in terms of mood and energy. So I, I get it. Okay. Do you have anything else you want to touch on as far as a fail goes? Do you no. want to turn to a positive page? Yeah, ready. Let's do that. Let's do it. You want me to start? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Mine are kind of funny now that I'm looking at my list, but go ahead. All right. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this one, but Zoom became a, became a big thing, FaceTime, whatever. And I feel like although simple, it's been really neat that I've been able to connect, especially with family that I wouldn't have done this with prior via Zoom or via FaceTime or even just been in like a big family group text. Because again, in normal life, everybody's too busy for that. Like we all love each other. We know that. But you just don't take that time to connect, you know, and this is a great opportunity to do that. So like I remember a FaceTime specifically with my dad's side of the family who I don't connect with that often. Um, but it's just so nice, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was a big win for me. And I know a lot of people probably share the same win because zoom exploded and FaceTime exploded. Yeah. We, we for were anyone all who's doing listening it. who had stock in zoom, bravo. Oh, killing it. <laughs> killing it. Um, okay. Should we go back and forth? Let's go back and forth. Okay. Um, okay. This one's general, but I found that in 2020, um, we both got a lot more organized, I mean, Mm. from every little thing, from organizing our filing cabinet to organizing our finances to organizing, you know, nooks and crannies of our house, um, organization was like a big through line. And that to me is a huge piece of happiness Mm -hmm. that I didn't realize was a huge piece of happiness until I put focus on it. I think for a while I used to look past it thinking, Oh no, something else will keep me busy or distracted or happy or whatever. But in reality, um, I felt there was probably underlying like anxiety knowing that there was just spaces that needed to be addressed. Mm -hmm. And so we have, and still are really like honed in on that. Yep. Oh yeah. It's still a big work in progress and clutter is interesting, right? Cause clutter, like in a physical space creates the same clutter in your brain too. Yes. And, uh, it's really tough with a little one. And Gio can be as cute as he is, guys. He can be really, really challenging. And when, like, your space is messy and, you know, you have all these obligations that you still have to get to and probably won't even touch until the end of the day. And you're looking around and, like, you got a little human screaming at you. And then, like, the counter's full of stuff. Mm. You're just like, get me out. <laughs> Get me out of here. Yeah. And I think we still sort of struggle with it once in a while, but we, we have a much bigger yep. like grip it's on it. It's a focus it. now. It's a huge focus because we've realized how much it's helped us feel better. One hundo. So that is a huge there it is. win. One hundo. One hundo. Okay, go. <laughs> uh, okay. This one comes back to connecting, but I feel like even though I resigned from my job in 2019, never would have been this opportunity. Never 
would there have been an opportunity like this to spend as much time with Gio as we've spent with Gio, mm. which was good and bad because, you know, just like us, like he goes stir crazy some days. I can only imagine. Yeah. Right. No, no real friends, no siblings, no nothing, just us that he has. Yep. And in the same house, same walls every day, unless we make the intentional action to like go and do something new for him. Mm -hmm. But on the positive side, like we've really just gotten to like, just gotten to know him, see what makes him tick. What doesn't make him tick. Like, I just feel like we never would have had this opportunity because we would have made ourselves busy with other things. And like, you would have been out and about for a period of time or I would have been out and about, but no, (laughs) it was just us. Okay. I was going to say that for one of mine. Um, I remember when I had to go do that big kinder beauty shoot Mm -hmm. and I had to leave. Um, this was in the beginning. This was when Gia was really young and you were home with him and I didn't think it was going to be a big long day, but it turned out to be longer than I wanted it to. And, um, for any moms listening, like who are nursing when that, when your milk is like coming in and you're a new mom and you're away from your baby there are so many floods of emotion at least there was for me and I remember a specific time of sitting on set and looking at everyone and wanting to burst into tears and just say like my body was there but my mind my heart my soul everything wanted to be with you guys at home and I I pulled like a move that I've never pulled before and that's when I realized like okay I'm a mom I said I have to I have to take a second I need 30 minutes to go and so I literally got up in the middle of something we were shooting and I left for 30 minutes and I pumped which really helped um but that was like that moment where I realized how am I going to work and be the kind of mom that I want to be to Gio. And so in turn, we have a win (laughs) in 2020 because I've been able to work via zoom mostly Mm. and also via social media and the tools that we have. And obviously this platform here, like I couldn't be more grateful that I haven't had to feel a lot of those feelings. Yeah. Um, especially in those beginning months. I just think those are so precious. Oh yeah. Yeah. Your mind, (laughs) your mind was all over the place. Yeah. I kind of forgotten about that, but, uh, now I remember some experiences where you had some freak outs, like you were very adamant about timing and all that, which I totally get. But in the moment, you know, I'm telling you, I, I, I had, And I don't think, I hate putting a name on it, like postpartum anxiety, because I think that that's normal. I think that every mom should have the right to feel those things and like find their way and figure out the things that matter to them. Um, Because it's also a short stint of time where there is a lot of newness and you are trying to, you know, make it work and you're trying to figure out your child and And I think that you're allowed to be anxious around that because how else are you supposed to be? No one's going to just do it, you know, effortlessly. I mean, maybe, but it makes me think of, um, you said it's a short stint of time and I feel like this, this applies to a lot of things in life in hindsight. It absolutely is. When you look back, you go, Oh, that was just, you know, a short few months. But when you're in it, especially like the sleep, this, this being a brand new parent thing, when you're sleep deprived and like everything is new, your whole life has been flipped upside down. It feels like the gnarliest whirlwind that you've ever been in, you know, and it feels like every day is super long. It's never going to end or whatever. And then for anybody who's, who's gone through it already, you realize you go through so many changes in a short period of time, say first year of a kid. Right. 
And then you come out of it and you look back and it's like, wow, it feels like it's been 20 years already, but it also feels like it was just yesterday. Totally. It's weird. That's why I'm so curious as to how this experience is going to go with our baby girl. Cause I just feel a different energy already. Um, and obviously I just have so much more knowledge and, and I feel armed with a lot more like mom strength. Mm -hmm. Whereas before I was naive and I, I truly thought that I was just born to be a mom and I'll be fine. I'll figure it out. And I did, and I did it with probably less support than I probably needed. And it all worked out. I figured a lot out. So anyways, that was a long winded win, but the, the truth of the matter is like being able to figure out ways of working during these conditions has been really beneficial for our time with Gio for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Uh, okay. The next one for me, uh, it's, it's a bit selfish, but, uh, it's definitely a win in my book. And it's the launch of Drew Coffee. <laughs> it's the first. As I literally take a sip. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that pour over was good, huh? It was so good. Um, smells good. It, you know, it's a very simple business, but it's a business that I have a lot of passion in. Uh, that I love doing. And it's the first thing, well, besides Gafton a few years back, um, that, like, it's definitely work. A lot of it is work because I literally do everything except for some of the social, which you help with. Thank you. <laughs> um, no, you do it all for the most part. But it's so different because it's my baby and it's something that I really enjoy too. Yep. You know? So for me, the win is it's, it's the first of hopefully several to come projects that like I do from start to finish that align really well with my life and my lifestyle and that I can see myself doing for a long time. Mm-hmm. Love to hear it. That's a win for me too, because seeing you finally do something that, you know, as a bystander, all I wanted you to do was get involved in something evolving around, revolving around coffee. Yeah. But just quick note on that. Cause I think this is an important point. Uh, you pushed me for a long time to do that stuff, but I didn't feel personally like I had the, um, the, the leash to do that. Like I felt like I hadn't earned it yet. You know, like I had your support, you would have supported financially, but I never looked at yours as mine. I looked at what I worked for was mine. Mm -hmm. And when I moved to LA, I literally moved here with, with nothing. And then I worked for eight years or something like that, doing stuff that I never loved. Um, I was an accountant. I hated it. I hated it, but I did it for four years. Like, because I felt like I needed the consistency, um, I stayed in for the certification, yada, yada, yada. Long story short, I did what I didn't love doing for eight years until I took the gamble to, to number one, I earned the ability, gave myself the financial freedom to have some time to like go off on my own. Sure. And number two, like I picked up a lot of experience along the way that helps me with what I'm doing now. I think that that's a, a fabulous approach and that worked for you. But I don't think that that's the approach everyone has to take. So for me personally, like I just want, and you can totally, you know, you can battle me on this, but for people listening, I don't want them to necessarily feel like they have to stay in something for a long period of time no. because 
time is money. And if you do feel strongly about something, um, sure, it's a risk to go off and do it without the, you know, necessities that you had, like without a cushion, without the knowledge and the different like lessons you'd learned in the business space. But you can still find your way if you're super determined and you're super focused. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think I got off subject, but the point that I was trying to make was you said like, finally for you too, like you had been pushing me. And for me, it's, it's, I wanted to do it. I just didn't feel like I was in the place to do it. Sure. You know? Yeah. But I think that goes for so many things. I mean, people talk about, you know, starting a family and there are so many times when like everyone just, there's so much unknowns. Right. And Mm -hmm. it, it is, I mean, that's what, that's on my list too. The fact that we found out we were pregnant with baby number two. Um, I put it on my wins list. It's a win because it is. It's exciting. And I am very, like, I'm going to be honest, I'm very excited, probably more so than you are. Um, but I am very excited. But with that comes a lot of, you know, whoa, this happened fast. Was it the right time? Um, and then you can go down that rabbit hole of analyzing whether oh, or not yeah. it really makes sense. But the reality is, is that that takes up so much time and energy. Just accept that this is what's going on and embrace it and make it fit into your life. And then I feel like so much more joy and ease comes out of that mindset than the other. More so paralysis by analysis. This is, this is, we both have this, but you certainly struggle with that. Yeah, I do. So there's another win for you. Okay. I love it. Well, do you have any more? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Let me just go through the little list right now. Okay. So I said getting organized with that came our gorgeous laundry room. Oh yeah. Oh, we have a beautiful organized laundry room with custom like cabinets and stuff. And I just feel like that to me is like my happy space yeah. right now. Mind you, it was a disaster. It was a disaster. For four years. It looked like five. quarters. Like it was awful. It just was no good. So to walk in there and feel this like refreshing, bright, beautiful atmosphere of cleanliness makes me approach, you know, yeah. what I do in there Feels good. a lot better. <laughs> okay. So that, um, I'm going to be really honest with this one. There's been some really good financial wins this year. Yep. Um, I think we became a lot more savvy as to how we spent money, saved money, invested money. Um, and with that, uh, came a lot of success in the endeavors that we've put a lot of work into one being kinder beauty. Um, and so that's been really, well, kinder beauty just exploded this year. Yeah, it did exploded, you know, and it's like so many different factors and, but it kind of comes down to everything just came together almost like magic to work. You know, mm-hmm. like everybody's putting in the right amount of effort and, and you're taking the risk and spending money where you guys need to spend money, but you still need all the stars to align. And it's definitely done that for you guys. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly been, you know, some conversations along the way and pivoting and figuring things out. Yeah. But for the most part, um, this year was really great for us because of the the basics, right? Like we are a tool to get self-care beauty products, you know, luxury, Mm. high-end, cruelty-free, vegan products to people. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense because everybody's, I mean, you got to buy stuff online. You got a little more time to focus on yourself. Yeah. Um, I always talk about the value with Kinder, but... It's the, but I I know that nobody recognizes that, but I think it's crazy. Like, to me, that'd be the number one selling point, but it's not. I think for me, it was um, what I 
realized was working was just that we're cause driven and that we were donating to things that were happening throughout the year. If there was an issue with the fires or, you know, different racial injustice, like we were there to help support, you know? Yeah. I think with any, any business that's, that's doing things right. And that has something cool and doing something cool is you guys provide a feeling that people enjoy. And it's sort of what it comes down to. It's like not even a money factor. It's, it's like I have a little more time for self-care. This product or this business makes a lot of sense. And I love getting my box. And I think that goes for a lot of things that people buy. You don't necessarily buy it just because of the money or the value or who's pushing it, whatever. It's, it's the feeling that it gives you. Oh, it gives me a good feeling to know people get that feeling. Yeah. It's been really cool. So that's yeah. a, that's a big win. Um, because you're all out of wins. Apparently I'm going to just throw out a few more. Um, I started working with a life coach, um, which was long overdue, but just in general, we haven't spent a lot of time together, but it has definitely helped me refocus on things like my mental health and, um, you know, what my focus is and how to become more successful, but in all different caveats of my life and my relationship as a mom, as an entrepreneur, whatever. So that was a huge win. Um, this is a big, like exciting one that I'm also very nervous about taking on our big ADU project in the backyard, literally about the same time that I'm going to be giving birth. We did this with Gio too. Okay. But the win there, is that it's been something that I've envisioned since we were house shopping five, six years ago. Mm -hmm. Always wanted this. Always saw the opportunity. I'm excited that we're going to have more space to grow our businesses and then in turn turn it into a rental property. And to me, that just ticks all the boxes and I'm just so glad that it's in motion. Yeah, well, it's a smart play. It's a smart play. We uh, we were in a, um, this is a really adult thing. We were in a good position with the house. We refied or we're going through a refi right now. Rates have never been better, so it made all the mm-hmm. sense in the world. We refied at an incredible rate, mm-hmm. and we're pulling. It's called a cash out refi. We're pulling cash out to build the ADU, so that we're not using our own money. Um, because money is so cheap that we didn't want to use our own money. Yeah, when money's essentially free, you use other people's money, and our monthly payment doesn't change. <laughs> it doesn't change. So yeah, long story short, we took advantage of the rates, basically getting free cash to build it. Um, it'll, it'll give us income in the future. Probably not right away because I'm weird about renting it out while we still live here. And plus we just need it. I can see it's going to be a two bedroom, two bath, um, tiny little house, but I can see one bedroom being focused on office, like where we podcast one bedroom being focused more on like storage and things we need, you know, that we had in our garage, for instance, and I will make that very beautifully done. Don't you worry. Cabinetry, the whole thing. And then the main space. I don't even know what you just said. Okay. Just listen (laughs) to me. Okay. The main space, the tiny little living space with the kitchen, I think could be one of two things ready for it? I still think it should be one bedroom. I'm I may sorry. be going backwards it's, here. It's already done. The plans are in motion. You cannot play with this anymore. You get more value for your money when you have more bedrooms, more They're bathrooms. just small. Small doesn't matter. Have you not seen tiny houses? Do you not know what people can do with small spaces? This I just is don't be want functional. somebody to feel cramped. Okay. Um, Whatever. Anyways, move on. I think should have part of our gym equipment and or... We can talk about this offline. I'm sorry. And or... You're roasting. Oh yeah, because yeah. we want can talk you about to that roast now. Roast your own beans. Yeah, no. So I found this. I don't want to say too much. I found this this new technology in roasting. It's a hundred percent. I think it's a hundred percent eco friendly. It's an electric roaster, 
It literally looks like a big box. And, um, yeah, like if I figured out a way to lock it in, like I could literally have it here for say in the garage or whatever, and I could roast my own stuff, which sounds amazing, but we'll see. We'll see. Long story short, I think there's a lot of opportunity and opportunity to me is what I'm looking for more in 2021. And variety. And variety. Can we talk about something else? Do you have any more wins? Yes, this one. What's that? Our latest and our very first investment that we're doing together. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can talk about that. <laughs> just just briefly. Okay. So, um, wow, I just feel like this deserves its own real moment, but I'm just going to very briefly touch on the fact that there is a, there is a, there is a problem that I've been wanting to solve. Um, and it is for all my plant-based listeners out there. This is something that doesn't thoroughly exist on the market. It is something that, um, I think a lot of moms will, be grateful for and have probably done a lot of research on and don't have a real product that they can trust. Andrew and I are going to be investing in a new company that will hopefully solve this problem um, for babies and mamas. There you go. And our partners are in Hawaii. (laughs) So it's a win-win because we're going to hopefully spend more time on the island and we're going to create something that can... I mean, truly, and I'm not just saying this, it can change the world. It can change, I mean, right off the bat, it's going to save lives. It's going to, anyways, Andrew's go- giving me the finger, like continue on. Like, let's not like the middle finger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just get it's so excited. Circle. It's just so exciting. So there you have it. There's a lot of wins. Okay. A lot of wins. If you look at it that way. Yeah. If you, you look should at try. That um, okay. So that's 2020 for us wrapped up. I want to talk about 2021 quickly. I don't, I'm not like huge on the resolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want to talk about what I'm most looking forward to. And I have a few things written down here. And for me, you know, I'll make this brief. One is a focus on progress versus perfection. Mm. And it comes back to that paralysis, paralysis. by analysis thing. Say, yeah. Right. And, um, you know, I learned this in the last business that I was doing sales for, and um, I'm definitely applying it with with Drew, but not like I lose sight of it, you know, every few days or so. And it just means some of us tend to try to make sure everything is done perfectly before we actually do anything, and that's yeah. the exact opposite of what I feel like I need to be doing. Yeah stunts your growth. Yes. So focus on progress first perfection. Um, I'm looking forward to traveling. Ooh, baby. A, lo- a lot. That's right. A With lot. a newborn. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take some time. It won't be <laughs> yeah. at the beginning of the year, but it comes back to variety. Traveling just makes me happy. Mm-hmm. You know, I just love being out and seeing things and experiencing new places. Hawaii is like the first thing that pops out in my mind because I just love Hawaii as my happy place for sure. Um, so yes, definitely Hawaii and any other places that we can touch. So traveling, a big one in 2021. And um, might surprise you. Oh, what? I'm excited for our little girl. <gasps> I am. I am. Whoa, we got it out of him. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel really overwhelmed still. And I'm nervous and, uh, you know, full transparency. I have days where I feel like I'm mentally struggling 
and with everything we already have with geo, it feels like a lot to bring someone else into the world and be responsible for her as well. When I feel like I'm not always good, mm-hmm. but it comes back to that. It's just, just mindset. You know, you just put your best foot forward every day. You learn from your mistakes. Um, and you adjust and I'll adjust. So I know I'm going to have days where I'm stressed and overwhelmed and all that. But at the end of the day, it's an amazing thing. It's a beautiful thing. And, uh, I'm pumped for it. Yay. Oh, that's so sweet. Is that, is that it? That's it. Okay. I'll just say one thing for 2021. Um, I want to consume less and do more. I want to become a doer rather than a consumer. And I think that goes, I mean, it goes for a lot of categories. One example I can give is with social media. I want to be able to consume less of the things that add less value to my life and do more with the opportunity that it is. Um, same with like, I would, oh my gosh, I could consumer goods. Yeah, like, it goes across the board. I just don't need to buy very much. I just need to be able to figure out ways of doing more with what we have. Yep. I um, like it. There you have it. All right. So that's 2021 wrapped yeah. up for you. Easy <laughs> peasy. I mean, it's so much TBD because I have no idea what to expect with another little one. So yep. just roll with the punches. All right. All right, guys. Well, um, we know that you're busy and you got lives to get back to. Um, so I hope you have a great week. Just a quick reminder, live show, January 17th, 4 p.m. Tickets are on sale at onlocation.com uh, and just search for adulting there. So we look forward to seeing you guys there. Have a great week. Kill it. It's going to be 2021 when we talk to you next. Let's go. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of adulting like a mother father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the direct message network on podcast one. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. Don't miss our New Year's special. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is only $899, plus special financing, only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details. What's up? It's Sierra, new member and ambassador for WW Weight Watchers Reimagined. Since joining, I feel healthier and more confident than ever. The new My WW Plus, our most holistic program ever, gives you more of what you need to lose weight, like tools to help boost your mindset, get you moving, and plan meals based on what you have on hand. Plus, over 300 zero point foods you don't have to track. The new My WW Plus, more holistic, more personalized, more weight loss. Join today with a limited time offer at WW.com.